0: All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a returning guest. Uh, it's been a while, though. I think uh, you've been on a couple times before over the years, and uh, I think this is sort of the most recent one we've done in what two years, maybe three years. And so it's always nice to have you back on the show. Uh, I know you have yeah. new music out. You've been you've been busy. So um, I think let's just start this off uh, the usual way, which is if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about who you are as an artist.
2: Well, I'm Sean Burns. Uh, I live right here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Been here for ten years. I've been playing country music for uh for my whole life and uh with a very uh passionate and focused approach to the country music over the last you know six or seven years or so my new record lost country comes out on october 27th and uh, making records solo records like this one and with my band uh, which is also called lost country where we're not hard to find
0: Right. And, you know, I, I do, I definitely want to talk about the new record, but what, what you just said about sort of um, the level of, um, I, I guess, like passion and depth and, and, and information you have on sort of country music and its history is, I think even for people who are really into country music, you're like next level with that stuff. I mean, a lot of that is because you've done radio shows and podcasts and things over the years, sort of delving into that history. But what is sort of the, the ongoing uh, obsession with this? I mean, I know there's so much there. There's, there's so much rich, deep... History to go over, and all these different regional sounds, and, and artists have these like ridiculously deep catalogs. But what is kind of the what keeps you this into country music?
2: Uh, I've just I have loved country music, like traditional country music. I've loved since I was very very young. So there's just something about, and different layers and different subgenres of country music. You know, there is a lot to unpack. It is as deeply layered. Uh, uh, more so than people give it credit for, I think. So, uh, I like that part about it. You know, I like that all these themes that are universal can be explored with different subjects. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something about the sound of, of the of the music that's always moved me, even if it's a song. If there's a really good singer and a really good band, and it's like a, a old school barroom honky tonk shuffle, like I almost it doesn't even matter what you're singing about to me at that point. <laughs> you know, it's like. And then sometimes it's like, oh, those are some hard-hitting lyrics. You know, you got it all. You got it all. And I, I thought that I loved it, and I, and I thought that I knew about it uh, until I started hosting Boots and Saddle on CKUW, which I did for five and a half years. And that's when it really changed. That's yeah. when it really changed. And I found how deep the well could go.
0: And there's there's no bottom to that well, right? I mean, this is one of those, no. genres, especially because you're talking about a, for the most part, a historical era. There, there's there's so much that you just probably can never find out about that. The quest to find out more and hear these these records that are you know, whispered about in in books and uh, you know things yeah. like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's I mean,
2: you know, it's it's almost 100 years ago that uh, Jimmy Rogers and the Carter family were recorded, you know?
0: Yeah, which is crazy to think that it's been that long. But uh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that as if I was there. Oh, it's been such a long... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, did, did, Yeah. Why does that stuff still hit so well when, when there's a lot of music from that era? From, I mean, from that era to now that has just been, of all genres, been just erased off the map, essentially. That just has no staying power whatsoever. I, I mean, you know... A lot of that stuff. I mean, the Carter family, for example. Like, people still listen to that actively today. Not just super nerds about it. Like, people are putting those records on now and and still enjoying that. And it's, like you said, it's a hundred years old. Like, what, what is it? What is its staying power? Because country has all these sub subgenres, and what's popular on the radio has very little connection to to what we're talking about here. But that traditional stuff always has an audience.
2: Well, I mean it's like to me it's like shakespeare man it's like it's like that's what's the staying power like that 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 there's 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 themes and there's feelings and there's there's imagery in it and 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 it's the same to me with that with that early era american roots music and wherever it came from it's like yeah maybe they wrote some of it maybe they wrote all of it maybe they found some of those songs in the hills and and ripped them off of someone else like well where did that person learn those songs but you know like the framework of American roots music that is, that is like, that is powerful. And I yeah. think that, uh, you can find something in almost all of those songs that is a relatable thing. These are regular people too. remember, right? Like this is, they're not recording stars. These are regular people. Yeah. Um, so, and then that gave hope to a lot of other regular people, you know,
0: including regular That's, people who made like timeless records, right?
2: Timeless records and perfect records and yeah. like, and, and, and uh were you know uh massive influences in in their regions and and helpful to their people and stuff you know yeah it's I mean it's it's a rich history and you know it's all there's also ugly parts of oh, it.
0: of course, it's like anything else, right but yeah, I mean listening to your stuff and and hearing your new stuff, your old stuff, most of the music you've done sort of throughout your your career as a as as a musician it has you definitely keying into that traditional sound and I mean, it sound, it sounds it sounds like an old record but you're obviously still filtering naturally filtering that through 21st century Winnipeg all of these things is that difficult to do to remain sort of you while also making sure that you're sort of um not making sure but 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 hitting all of the bases sort of that that, that go with this kind of this style of country
2: like as a singer or as a musician well uh, like...
0: both even really I mean cuz you you know you, you you're approaching it from a uh, a different perspective than obviously the people who wrote it originally would have yeah. been seeing things because they you have the benefit of history and time and you know uh hindsight and everything to sort of uh take in the genre as a whole when, when you're interpreting this stuff for your own music
2: i think that like uh um for years i thought i was trying to sing like certain people and then sometimes uh audience members would say things like uh, oh you really made that sound like your own and i was like well like that's <laughs> that sucks i was trying to sound like the record yeah yeah um but you know then you, there's a whole other series of of influences i think we're probably around the same age you and i so like you know i grew up in the 90s like i i i still listen to the to certain Uh, styles of 90s alternative rock. And I grew up, you know, I still uh, listen to, uh, like, a ton of 90s California punk rock. You know what I mean? The stuff stays with you, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and that's the stuff that was what we listened to when you were 15. Well, like, uh, so all that stuff has been with me. But I was also listening to, like, a ton of Merle Haggard when I was 15. So it's all kind of in there uh, as as a singer. But, like, I I try not to... um, Like take any liberties that would be disrespectful to the to the tradition of you know the songs and the style and musically like I I, you know come from a musical family my father was a musician he was very uh, he was very kind of militant about certain parts of being a musician so it is always important for me to uh, to not you know uh, to not play too many notes when you're playing bass in a country music band or like you know not to have a guitar player who's going to play over top of the singer it's like you know and there's those conversations that happen on stage between a guitar player and a pedal steel player it's like you, you know you're not playing at the same time everything's, everything, there's everything's moving yeah. together so i yeah i've always been kind of hardcore i think about the band sounding uh you know uh p- period correct sure yeah. but uh but you know i'm gonna sing things a little bit differently and then yeah then it could be kind of come kind of becomes my
1: own destroy me you know, no good bottle of booze Take a look at the life a woman made choose A man could take so much woman's face So I turned to my friend, Mr. Bottle of Booze Talk of the town your bottle of He's me. You got to remember, like a
2: lot of the songs that I play a ton that I didn't write are from people that don't really play or don't play at all anymore. So some of these songs have they really become become lost country songs.
0: And that was kind of what I was going to ask you next—is about the. I mean, the the name of the album, the name of the band. Obviously, Lost Country has been a theme with you for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what it's referring to? These these kind of lost records that uh, you sort of want to make people see again after all these years.
2: Absolutely. Um, so the original Lost Country band was a band in 1977 that my father was in. Oh, cool. Okay. So yeah. So when I when he passed away, I started calling my band Lost Country, and it was kind of like a lot of like we're gonna play some music that's kind of antiquated or or, you know not in the forefront and uh and um and it's like uh uh like you said like reminding people of the people that used to be there so with this record though it's truly lost country like this is when i was on the radio these are the songs that i would call lost you know from these regional record labels uh, in canada so it's it's like you know it's it's not the master tapes were destroyed or they've gone missing. They're not digitally available. You can find some stuff on YouTube that someone has, you know, run their vinyl into their computer or whatever. It's hard to find the stuff. You can find vinyl copies of it online, yeah. but sometimes they're expensive. And I've spent so much money on that stuff because I want to hear it. And, you know, and so, yeah, these are these are kind of, they're lost. It's and, and a lot of these people that we covered on this record, like never, never played a big room or never left their area code.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's some of the best stuff, too, like when you discover that and then realize that this has been kind—it's of, been there for, for, for cent, not a century, but some, in some cases, yeah, maybe a century, and it just hasn't, hasn't seen the light of day, and then you discover it, and it's just like,
2: holy shit, this is... Uh, yeah. Why, why didn't this work? Like, you know, like, why, why didn't people pick this up? Yeah, and it's like, I mean, there was a ton of it, too, right? It was pretty rich. It was, it was happening in the 60s, and in Ontario, and Toronto, which is like where this record is sort of centered out of. The okay. musicians are from Ontario. We recorded it in Ontario. A lot of the people that we recorded, if they're not from Ontario, ended up in Ontario because that's where people were. That's where the gigs were. There was you could play six nights a week every week. You didn't have to leave town. That makes sense. Yeah. So some of the, you know, so some of those people did that. So uh, um, yeah, so it's it's like uh, it's a very uh, specific sort of style of barroom honky tonk music, and I had to, and the musicians are are lost too. There, those guys are in their sixties and seventies. You know, oh, cool, yeah we were all there at the time that this was going on, so it kind of uh, it kind of really kind of really works.
0: Is there any kind of definitive sort of um, resource for this stuff? Like, I mean, I know obviously you've been collecting it over the years. Of uh, you know, I'm sure when you tour in cities that are kind of relevant to this kind of music, you'll seek out records and things like that. But. Well, is there anywhere people can like, how does someone get started into digging into this, this lost music? Like, is there sort of an entry point or is it just something you have to, <laughs> an all consuming obsession that you sort of have to jump right into?
2: YouTube is a good source. Cause yeah. like I said, there is a lot of people that have, have, have been cataloging their vinyl records, like their old stuff, old 45s. And there's some great YouTube channels with, with like regional records and Canadian and American. So that's where I found a lot of it really. And then, Uh, I don't know if you ever use Discogs. Yeah, all the time, Um, every day. (laughs) Discogs is like such a good resource for me when I was on the radio. Because I really like to know who played on the record, who produced the record, where'd they make the record, all that stuff. Like that, I was interested in that. So I would use that as a resource. And then I started buying records. And then I started taking chances and buying records and and doing it like that. So that to me was it. And then I was like really, really on that trip when I was the last year or so of hosting Boots and Saddle. So there's a lot, I, I played a lot of stuff like that on the radio. Yeah. And there was some other shows, you know, out there that, that did too, not as much, but like, yeah, it's, yeah, I would say YouTube's the ticket for that. Yeah. For the deep cuts, the deep hidden stuff.
0: Well, cause someone, you know? someone's found it and I, I've seen a lot of those videos where it's just, you just see the record spinning and it's literally just yeah. plugged into the computer and it's, the sound quality is terrible, but it doesn't matter because you're hearing this thing that you've only heard about in like an interview once that came out in 1963 or something,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, had, I also had the benefit of of like uh, my dad was there, you know, and of course, and he yeah, had a that's huge. And the bands that he used to go see before he was playing, it's like uh, you know, I knew all those people. I played with those people when I was coming up, and then you know, so it was easy to track them down and get them to play on the record, and then
1: yeah.
2: open up more stories. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm asking these guys questions all the time. Did a lot of research, and then I started interviewing these some of these people when I had the, when I was doing the podcast regularly. And in that it was like everyone was a resource to more information and, and more spots. So yeah, I learned a lot. And, uh, every time I think that I know what, know what I'm talking about, I meet someone who knows way more and I'm like, okay, I got to do some more work.
0: Yeah. You got to borrow some records from that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So is lost country then, I mean, uh, as far as the band name, is that sort of just a floating name that will apply to whoever you're playing with at the time?
2: Um, I'll, I've, I've been saying this on stage lately, uh, it's not a lot like I won't play I won't play band shows without Joanna Miller on drums. So and it's like so I can call it Lost Country if Joanna As long
0: there. as she's there, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, as ideally Grant Siemens is there as well. But uh sometimes Grant's not there. So, you know, so if he's not there, it can still be Lost Country. But like it would never be you know, when I go out on tour solo and then I pick up a band, say I got a band in Lethbridge or I got a band right, in I don't call those people Lost Country, so that's just Sean Burns. That know? makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and then we've been doing it as a trio for the most of the year here with Grant and Joanna and I, Lost Country. So, you know, we started calling ourselves the LC Three, uh, so people kind of think we're like a rock and roll band, like the MC Five. But yeah, we're, it does sound like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gives you some shades of some punk rock, but we're still playing. Good.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Um, do you have a do you have a preference? I mean, like. Do you do? You, would you rather have the full band, or are some songs just better suited to a trio, or better suited to you know you solo or whatever?
2: It's it's probably gonna sound like cliche or like a, like a BS, but like the trio is the uh, that trio is like the most special thing I've ever done on stage. Like the, Grant and Joanna have been playing music together on and off for you know almost twenty five years. Sure they came up together as people in their late teens in Winnipeg and clubs. And so they have this musical conversation and relationship that I've, I've never seen with anyone else. It's like she picks up on every little thing he does and she knows what he's going to do. So for me, I just get to listen to these two people who are really world-class. I get to listen to them play with each other and I just have to make sure that I'm keeping my part down. And so yeah. I'm just trying to play bass and sing the songs and, uh, and it, and we have no fear like the songs that are on the records with you know two guitars or a steel guitar you know it, it we'll, we'll still do that stuff and we do it and it's different and it's like it's like uh it's it's just it's like love it's like the grateful dead it just feels like there's just like it's just love in the air it's like we we all really care about music and about each other and about how we're working and so yeah so but before before we did that trio I would have told you five piece country music band Guitar, acoustic guitar, bass and drum. Oh, that's the honky tonk band setup. And I still love that as a listener. But we had something really cool with this trio, you know? So, so, uh, so yeah, so that's what that's kind of the trip we're on right now when we're local, except for the release show. We're going to, we'll have a steel player for the release show.
1: Destined for hard times. Oh, all the hard times. Destined for hard times.
0: Well, the steel, the steel. I noticed the steel is very, um, very prominent on the record, and I mean, I know that's oh, kind nice. of a, a hallmark of, of that, that sound, but like more than any other instrument, it, it's really yep. like in your face on, the, on this new album.
2: The star of the record. His name. and My father were roommates. They were on the road together for
1: when
2: they were home uh when it came and picked me and my mom up like so it was important he was on the record and man he just he's such a good player all the guy does is just play guitar all day you that's know? awesome and he's playing better than ever and it's uh it's i really hope that the record to steal guitar players that I've, he should be heard you know he played in he played in the same band for 12 years that didn't play any less than 50 weeks a year and that was the only band he played in and it was you know that's man that's so many nights on stage that's a lot and, uh, of playing yeah he was already good when he got the gig so it's yeah he's it's it's uh, he yeah he took the lead man he took the lead on the record and it's uh it's it's a treat to hear him play
0: yeah it, sound, it sounds great obviously like it's 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 prominent Thanks. but not like there's nothing there's nothing negative about that having that right in your face is is a great sound it's uh yeah mm-hmm. it's really, really cool it's, yeah. What, is yeah, the, well, um, what are the release details? Because, I mean, I know you said it's coming out later in October. Uh, you you uh, re- referred to a release show. What's the, what are the plans around that?
2: The record and the release show are both happening on Friday, October 27th. Uh, times change, High and Lonesome Club on Friday night. Uh, our friend Amy Nelson from Calgary, she's coming out to open with her group. She's fantastic performer and singer. Uh, the record's going to come out that day. Uh, there's been a couple of singles released so far. The next one is coming out uh, next week. Uh, I don't know when you're going to put this out. By the October
0: time it comes 6th. out, it'll probably be coming out. Yeah. I mean, there's
2: one more single on October 20th. Yeah, and then the record on the 27th. And we shot live videos for all of them. We shot, you know, we had the one at Times Changed. We had one up at the uh, Shoestring Picker Warehouse on Hinkins Avenue. Cool. Did one at Park Alley's, and we did one at the Royal George Hotel. So we checked all the boxes, all the important uh, local businesses.
0: Right on. That's, that's that's really cool, yeah. And then as far yep. as as far as your other music, I mean, I know you have, you have like we, we've referred to before, you have a pretty, you know, uh, you have a good-sized good catalog at this point. You, you put out a lot of records. You've played on people's records. You've, you've been very active for a number of years. What's the best way to find that stuff? I mean, if someone hears, maybe they hear this new record and they want to dig back and, and look at your history as a musician and do kind of what you've been doing with some of these other artists, uh, what's the best way to find your stuff?
2: Yeah. I'm really easy to find on all the all the streaming spots on Spotify and Apple and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, but Bandcamp's a good spot because there's some stuff on there that's only on there. And Sean Burns, I'm pretty easy to find, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, then uh, we played, we got a, this one's coming out October, and then we did uh, we recorded a record with Corb in uh, June that's coming out in February, so that's exciting. And there's a single coming out in a couple weeks off of that too, so. Well, We're all over that. Grant and I are all over that. And yeah, you've been busy with that uh, on tour, playing bass for him, right? That's like that's become my main job. Yeah, I got that job in beginning of 2022, and it was supposed to be a temporary thing, and then it became a full time thing. And so that's kind of my that's my main gig. So you know, like uh, my record comes out on October 27th, and then uh, on the 31st, I have to, I leave for three and a half weeks of Core Blunt touring. So. That's my job, and it's a great, great job. I bet. Yeah, I'm lucky to have it. I'm lucky to have it, and I, I really enjoy it. And, uh, and uh, you know, everyone in that band is, is uh, holds each other accountable and are very good musicians, and they're they're very experienced guys. So I'm, you know, it's I'm learning a lot every night. Every night means something in that band.
0: One, well, I'm sure that adds to your own repertoire as a musician too. Just having that 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 regular experience. I mean, not that you weren't playing a lot of shows before, but just that that oh, heavy touring with those guys.
2: Yeah and then and, and sometimes in sort of like what seem like high pressure situations or big big shows you know or touring with bigger bands and playing you know just playing bigger spots that that mean something you know especially for him who's still trying to build his name in certain regions of the United States it's like you know it's like you got to ring the bell yeah. you know it's it's not like an established area in some of those spots in the states depends where we are but but that's really you know it's like made me uh uh, understand what real commitment is, uh, working for him, you know, and and knowing what that means. Every detail, you yeah. know every detail is important, and that's why people. I think that's why people become successful because they're they're driven in that fashion.
0: Yeah, there's that hustle, that just never ending hustle,
2: regardless of what happens in your career. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought I was committed. Like I thought that I was like the most committed musician in the world until I met him and some other people in the last year. or So. Where I'm like, wow, like that is that is a commitment to to being an artist and being a writer, yeah. you know, and that's you know that's admirable. That's admirable. Yeah, for sure. I, I yeah, yeah. I like I like I love I love performing. You know, I'm not I'm not I don't write a ton of tunes. I like to perform and and doing these theme records, the Bakersfield, the Truckin' record. Now this you know lost country stuff that these are important themes for me and, and as a, as to, to have a catalog you know there's theme theme records were very important in early era mid-century country music they had they had theme records prison songs and gospel yeah. records trucking records and a tribute everyone had a tribute to hank williams it was you <laughs> know like all that's train songs you know whatever it was it was but but you know no different than today they're 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 churning out content they're putting out records twice a year yeah And it you know so so you had to find ways to do it but some of that stuff's great and that's and that's kind of always kept me really interested
0: awesome
1: my folks did the best they could Through the trials, it's understood. Life is short, love is strong, and you try to stick together. Riding the wrongs that come along make it hard to know what you do, but it's who you are. And it will be till you die. Bought a car, mama kicked me out. Three days I just drove around I feel bad cause I made her cry I didn't know it at the time And you can learn it's a hell of a thing Remembering all the words to the songs you sing She was right all along And we laugh and we drank a few beers while when the sky's clear We drive down some country roads Listen to the radio stories told and it's quiet I caught my brother in the garden shed Fooling around with my girlfriend Slammed the door, made my way to the house Full of anger, love and doubting I was crying and the wind was cold I watched her walking down the road And I punched him square in the mouth but Then we're laughing, we laugh and we drank a few beers Once in a while when the sky's clear We drive down some country road Through the windshield, stories told, and it's quiet. My back is sore spend my time working up north miss my family and my home once in a while talk on the phone and the morning's good but the time is long it's like I'm waiting all day till the fish is on but somehow we carry on and when While when the sky's clear, we drive down some country roads.
0: And then as far as, uh, I know you're not doing the radio show anymore, but uh, what's the deal with the podcast? Because you had that, like you said, you were pretty active for a while with that. Is that still uh, a thing that's happening?
2: Yeah, well, I actually did an interview last night, and uh, the first one in a year. Oh, wow. So I'm going to do a few here in the next couple weeks with some people that were sort of associated with the record, Uh, one of the musicians and one of the guys we covered, and and then I'll do a couple with some local people. I'd like to. I'd like to get ten more episodes of the podcast. So if I can do put a couple a month out, starting in October, maybe. So you could probably look for an episode of the Northern Report October, definitely by November. So I'd like to get about ten more out, like as a season, you know. Yeah. And 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 uh, and as far as boots and saddle goes, I, I am going to be doing a boots and saddle on Tuesday, October twenty fourth. Uh, at the uh, highly coveted 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. time slot that i held for five and a half years so i'm gonna gonna be there it's you know it's gonna serve as a some promotion for my release show uh but also i need to see how long it takes me to put together a two-hour radio show sam because i haven't done it in a long time and time is the thing that i'm having the hardest time to finding you know i i've a very young child yeah and uh so it's like you know, all those things kind of took a back seat uh, when I started touring heavily, more heavily, and then baby, and then so it was the the radio and the podcast had a break. But man, I got so excited. I had this great chat last night uh, with one of the songwriters, and I, I was like so happy after. And I was like, I gotta do this. Like, I gotta, I gotta do it because yeah, something about it. But yeah, I hope to, I hope to have boots and saddle back in some fashion, uh, you know. Hopefully, in the new year. I really, I really love doing it. We're living
1: in this town's been good to me. Never been too bored that I had to leave. Living in this town. Well, there's a lot of good people just hanging around. And sometimes I think that I should leave. See what this world's gonna do for me. Get out of this town. And I go where the snow never hits around. Why I always dream of singing in a honky tonk band. I wish I could sing for my dear old dad. Died in that town. You can hear me now. Hey! Why I like drinking beer, like singing songs, like you all better when you all sing a down. Well, there's a lot of really great voices around There's a lot of good people just hanging around I said there's a lot of good people just hanging around